Hey, John. Hey, it's your week to facilitate, dude. I know. That's why I was saying hi. Hey, John. That's that's like your way to intro. Hey, John. Um, thanks for joining me today. <laughs> I I wanted to tell you me. tell you a couple things. Number one, thanks for having me on our podcast. Yeah, very special guest, John. Um, featuring, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This is a twenty ninth hey, episode. It, Josh, it's your week to facilitate, but I would like to suggest we address the elephant in the room, which is the quality of my audio from last week. Um, it's going to be a little inside baseball, but I'm happy to talk about it. Um, People love to hear this kind of stuff. Yes, I, I know. I know they do. <laughs> All right. So what okay, happened so last week? Let me describe my setup, and then that will help illustrate okay. the problem I introduced. Okay. So I've got um, a, a MacBook here connected to a couple external displays, and then I have my um, my microphone on a arm that kind of hangs over in front of that display in front of one of the, one of those displays. Right, and then I have earbuds, earbuds, <laughs> AirPods that I use to listen to your side of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And so we do a. Is it called a double ender? Is that it's called technique? a double ender? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what it's called. So that means that we both set up local calls of our side of the audio. Mm-hmm. Then we also set up a Zoom call so we can see each other, and that helps with our conversations. Making sure that we see each other makes us more dynamic. Yep, we're both recording just our own microphones, um, but we still get to hear each other on our Zoom call that we're looking at right. each other in. Yep. So the mistake I made yesterday, uh, sorry, last week was I put my AirPods in, and what I didn't do was change the Zoom setting to actually use them. So my, so your sound was coming out of my display, and the microphone is like right in the way, uh, yeah. and so it was picking all that up. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny to me is that you put in your you put in your headphones, and you're like, yeah. nothing's coming out of them, and you're like, this is <laughs> yeah. this is fine, like. <laughs> Yeah. So this this connects to another problem of mine, which is that I had AirPods Pro, but I lost them. And so I'm mm. back to my original AirPods. Mm-hmm. They went through the wash once. Like, they're not great. And so if I had been wearing my AirPods Pro, it would have been very obvious to me that nothing was coming out of them. Right. You use the noise-canceling like, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been like, why can't I hear him? Right. Um so it, my side of things, here's here's how yes. it went for me. I got the thing and I started I started listening through. I synced everything up and I add section markers. You know, it's probably no one cares except you and me, but I had the section markers for where we start and stop cards that we're talking through. And I noticed that like every time I said something, I'd hear an echo, but it was coming on your side. And I was like, what is happening? So there were a couple of times I actually, um, I actually used our Zoom call audio. Interesting. Yeah, because I I record that as a mm-hmm. backup, um, mostly because of guests. But you know, just in case something goes wrong, yeah. I've got my backup. It's recording actually your side only, but it's mm. it's not as good quality because it's coming through the internet and it's you know, Zoom right. whatever Zoom did to it. Um, but there were a couple times that where there was so much crosstalk that it you you were you were un we you couldn't understand you you know so i had to go with the the zoom so i but i there was a lot of places where i wanted the other one so i cut out right where it starts to echo and i think i missed a few and so it was just whew. that's that's the inside we're, baseball we're going to do better today we're going to do better 
We are going to do better. Um, I'm going to mark that addressed audio stuff. Um, we have, yeah. we got a big board, big week, big, big week. board. Um, I'm going to let's go first. The one went well. This is the this is the only thing that got two votes, meaning both you and I uh, voted on right. it because there's two Start of us blind. and there's That's right. two votes. Um, so this is from me. We did HelloFresh, and we've got a new lease on Grocery Life. So first of all, let me tell you, Bethany and I tried HelloFresh. We're probably late to this game. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's a service where you, you sign up and they send you like a box and a recipe, and you make the meals however many that week they send you. You can make them that week, right? It's a subscription what, service. Like three a week? We did two just because we're trying it okay. out. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we got the two. The first, the first week... Um, we both did one the second time, the second week I did both of them. Um, but like, I don't know. Did we talk about this before? There's so much packaging. It's just like, and there's like, and there's like, uh, so it comes in a big cardboard box and then there's like layers of insulation because they're trying to keep all that, um, produce and there's proteins in there usually Yeah, trying to keep all that stuff from going bad. Right. Um, yeah. One of the, the, Fridge in a box. The thing that I struggled with the most was like the um, the icy things. Yeah. So the, the, yeah. They got like gel in They're them. They're full of some goop that mm-hmm. seems real bad for the world. It says not toxic, but I'm pretty sure that's a lie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they, It's non-toxic in the same way that you could eat, probably eat a crayon, but like you should. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I see my dog do it all the time. doesn't mean I should. Right. Right. Um, right. So it's uh, – Yeah. Yeah, I. But like, you can't reuse those things. You know, they say no. no you have to. You have to empty them and put them in the garbage. That's what they say to right. do. Or you can recycle them at a specialty plastic place. Like that. Right. Those are their instructions. Anyway, that was there was enough there that we were like, okay, we've tried it. Uh, we're not yep. going to do this. But the reason we started in the first place was because we need help. Sure, we need we need help with. You got a lot of stuff going on. We got a lot of stuff going on, but also like we're in this like recipe rut where every mm-hmm. every week we make the same damn thing, and like our if our kids are getting sick of it, then you better believe that Bethany and I are getting sick of it. So we For sure. <clears throat> we came up with a plan at our most recent business meeting, um, mm. which was last night, where we're gonna okay. we're gonna make basically our own recipe book using oh, fun. A, essentially like a just a binder um yeah. you know so we can With add like things sleeves in. to tuck the cards in exactly, or whatever exactly exactly and um only have recipes in there that we actually all like so yeah. you know like any recipe book if you're cooking for a family there's like five things in a recipe book out of 200 that are actually going to ever work for your family based on right. the time it takes to make the, the sure. specialty items and whether or not the the kids like it right there's 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 like an evaluation of like the effort to um like the return on that effort it's like yeah. do i love it enough to put whatever it is 45 minutes of tedious prep into it right right i mean the the flip side is even the easiest meals take it take at least 10 minutes to get get going you know a box of mac and cheese you can't just leave that forever it's gonna get right. it's gonna disintegrate eventually if you don't take it That's off right. the stove um yeah, so that's that's our plan, um, and HelloFresh helped us get there. Is what I'm is what I'm saying. So gotcha. I'd like to thank I'd like to thank our sponsors, Caramel M Ms. 
So what you're saying <laughs> is that HelloFresh jump-started some – some creativity, some conversations, yes. and now you kind of have a path forward. Right. We had like our, our five things that we'd rotate through every week and like nothing was changing. The other thing we're going to change is we, we switch off who makes the meal on right. like Monday through Thursday. One of us is making the meal and we switch off. Instead of predetermining who's going to make it and then being like, and you can figure it out, we're actually going to mm. choose together the meals and then like kind of do dibs on those meals. I think it's going to end up being end up we're gonna have like just eggs and toast less often and spaghetti (laughs) spaghetti less often right because what happens is the one who it's it's we're both guilty of this it gets to the end of the end of the day and we're like "Ah, i'm not really that (laughs) hungry so why would i want to (laughs) cook right Anyway, that's that's the end of um, my spiel. Do you one, have any one thoughts more thing. there? I think I heard you say that you had a business meeting with Bethany. I, did. I wonder if there was any like interruptions to that business meeting or like, oh, if anything interesting happened. You know, it's funny you should say that. I in the middle of this business meeting last night, I got this text. First of all, where were you? Where were you guys on a couch? So we start we in the business section because we have two sections. <laughs> in the business okay. section, we we do it at the dining room table. Where we can have, uh-huh. we can write things. We can, t- I can type things on the table, and then we switch when we go to the emotional part, which is where we you retire to the couch. That's right. We move the peace candle that we've lit so that we don't, you know, we remember not to fight and things like that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we we change locations because it it helps put a nice break in between. Like we're talking about, you know, uh, who needs to go to the doctor to logistics versus yeah, emotions. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so. I got this, you know, we had just opened up our calendars, right? Right. Uh, Beware my fart attack is a thing Jack says to me a lot. I got that from you. (laughs) And I was in the middle of talking about plans and I was like, hold on. I just need to take a minute here. (laughs) I just need to take a minute because I just was absorbing the gravity of that message from you. And um, anyway. Yeah, you know. Uh, this is maybe – I'm not sure this is what went well or could be improved, but Jack likes to say that to me before or actually really more like after he farts. And <laughs> I think it's because he was maybe watching a little too much Pokemon. Um, but yeah, I, oh. I shared that with a few friends. I thought it was a kind of worth a chuckle. So that's a thing in Pokemon? They talk about fart attacks? Well, the you know it's like the water attack, the lightning attack, whatever. Like various oh, Pokemon. Oh, okay. Are okay. aligned? Yeah. Okay. I'm. Uh, well, I thought at first maybe he'd seen too much Parks and Rec because there's an episode <laughs> where Jerry has a heart attack and he starts farting, and everyone says he's having a fart <laughs> attack. Anyway, I guess good. we can say. <laughs> I guess we can say we've we've covered HelloFresh. For sure. Okay. Uh, and could be improved. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down so that's something from you. Jack was okay. mad last night. Was this having does yeah. this have anything to do with his fart attack? <laughs> no, it's actually different. He and I were goofing around and I don't know if this ever happens to you, but transitioning from like the horsing around energy to like, okay, now we're gonna stop doing that and move on to well, in this case it was like getting ready for bed. That can be tricky for a six year old. Oh boy. Ooh. And yeah. And so for Jack last night, um, 
that resulted in a biting incident with dad mm. and that got him a timeout and it got him some consequences. Yeah. One of those consequences was um, no cuddles before bed. He had to just go to bed. Mm. And, but he gets to like do a thing for uh, maybe 20, 30 minutes before lights out. So it's like go to bed at um, 8.30, lights out at 9. Or actually, it's usually go to bed at 8, lights out at 8.30. Anyway. Okay. He so so he's got like a pad of paper and pencils and some color pencils and stuff upstairs in his room so he can use those during that time. Mm-hmm. It's like his wind down. Yeah, and so he was mad at us because right. he wanted someone to be up there with him cuddling right. or whatever. But he had this behavior, and so we had a consequence, whatever. So I hear I'm like sitting on the couch, and I hear a piece of paper drop, like fall down the stairs. <laughs> I go pick it up. And I look at it, and I'm going to show Josh. I'd like you, Josh, to do your best to describe what you see when I hold this up. Okay, this. Okay, I'm looking at a piece of paper that's been cut into the shape of a head. Um, there is a drawn head with at the top. There's a label. It says Jack, and um, the the head. It looks like a boy. I I say it looks a lot like Jack. His his likeness. <laughs> but what? Here's the key part. Where eyebrows would normally be, there is a definite V. A there, deep V. A deep V. Um, yeah. uh, that is demonstrated. And, and the frown. I would say, if I had to interpret this, um, and please don't hold me to this interpretation too strongly, but I would say <laughs> that it seems like he's drawing himself as a mad, in his mad state. That's right. Okay. So he was so pissed at us last night that he grabbed that ream of paper, uh-huh. ripped out a sheet, drew himself pissed, and threw it down the stairs. And then I asked him about it this morning. He said, yeah, I hoped you found it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so... <laughs> yeah, I, ho- I hoped you'd found that. That is yep. so... Um, uh, I don't know what that is, but I love that. I love that. It's pretty good. Yeah. So. Man, how's he today? Is he still mad? No, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Typical. Typical six-year-old. Jeez. Totally. Well, let's stick with Jack because there's something that went well, um, and that's that he doesn't need glasses. That's right. So he um, got glasses maybe a year ago now. I think it was when he was starting kindergarten. He's in first grade now. Okay. And um, then he went for his, I guess it would be his six-year-old checkup, and he like failed the reading test. They have some component of it where the, your your you know your general doctor is just kind of verifying all of the things. One of the things to verify is like how's he doing with sight, okay. and so she you know had the board for him to read the letters, and he flunked it. And so we made a follow-up appointment with a like a children's vision center, uh-huh. and I brought him there on Monday morning. They did the whole thing. They like did the puff of air in his eyes. Yeah. They you know did the drops to dilate the eyes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, he had like a couple rounds of reading letters or whatever. And I noticed like when when he was uh, being asked what letters, he was really hesitant as they got smaller. But I was like, is is it that he can't see or is it that he wants to be perfect? You know, like he doesn't want to make a guess. Yeah. You know, oh, she, is it you know happening in say? his is it in his eyes or is it in his brain? Is that what you're saying? Right. Okay. Yeah. It's like I think that he can probably read these letters. I've I've not encountered him, you know, in our normal lives, like not being able to see something. He's got better vision than me, whatever. Sure. And so 
I was kind of picking up on this thread of like, he was only saying things when he was sure he was right. Yeah. Okay. So I, so I told the, the, the final, like, so, so, so it's like a nurse kind of does like the pre-check, right. dilate the eye, and then the doc comes in afterwards, and then she's going to look at him again. And she was putting glasses on him and doing all kinds of things with like red filters and what, I don't know, whatever. Doctor shit. And I sort of floated this of like, I'm not sure this is about perfection or he really can't see stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay. So, so armed with that knowledge, I think she kind of like evaluated his, um, answers and his ability to see kind of based on that and she was like he does not need glasses okay does he have astigmatism yes could it get worse and you know there's we should keep checking him we should keep in tabs on it but yeah but like, it's not bad enough to warrant glasses that's exactly right right okay anyway um i'm curious if there's another item in the other column that relates to this maybe mm. not um, yeah, so I have an item in the Could Be Improved called Getting Triggered by Jack's Disfluency. Mm-hmm. So disfluency, for those at home uh, playing along, is another way of saying stuttering. Mm, okay. So when you stutter, you are not fluent. You are being disfluent. Um, we had Jack uh, evaluated and got, you know, like some like disfluencies per minute kind of uh, feedback on him. Okay. And it wasn't, it was a very high number. We actually had him in like um, seeing someone over the summer, trying to like develop some tools or whatever. And what could be improved isn't his stuttering, although it could be improved. What could be improved is my reaction to it Mm. because I have a real hard time. I went to speech when I was a kid. I have stuttering problems. When oh. he's stuttering, it's like, oh, my God, it's so triggering for me. Yeah, it takes you back. It takes me back. Yeah. It also, like, I physically feel myself tensing, yeah. which is a thing that makes me stutter. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So there's, like, some layers to it. But um, anyway, earlier this week, he was really having a hard time getting some words out. Uh-huh. And I was like you know, okay, Jack, stop. Like, let's remember our skills. Like, let's talk about turtle speech and uh-huh. um, whatever, talking slowly or what, like all these different things that he's right. Been, techniques uh-huh. and, and like, yeah, he just got pissed. He was like, you interrupted me. Like I was trying to talk. You mm. interrupted me. What he needed in that moment was for me to just listen to him. Right. Right. And so, but it's this thing of like, it's like more about, he needs my support and we can mm-hmm. certainly talk about techniques, but like in the moment he just needs like his dad to love him uh, and not talk about it. That's tough. It's that's tough. tough. There's so many times I interrupt my kids to say like, to correct them about something. They don't need correcting in the For moment sure. in the way that I feel like, because I'm always telling them not to interrupt me. <laughs> right. Don't interrupt an adult. <laughs> don't interrupt your friends. Right. But but I interrupt them to be like, um, you shouldn't, right? You know, whatever. That's tough, man. Mm. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying, and like we had a conversation with his. What's interesting is he got an IEP at school about this, but the IEP is all about like how he feels about this in the classroom, and like mm. making sure that he's participating in class, and like yeah. not and like this isn't like causing him to, you know, avoid 
speaking up or whatever. Right, right. So so she's not trying to cure his stuttering. She's trying to make sure he's built up and like confident and doesn't feel bad about it. Anyway, so we talked to her about it and she was like – she reminded us like the best thing parents can do typically is just to be patient and wait. Yeah, totally. And I was like, damn, yeah, you're right. (laughs) I got to remember that. Ah. Anyway, that's it. All right. I'm going to mark both of those items um, and move over to something that, that went well. I, it, this is for me. It just says grandparent times. This is just a fun, uh, just a fun, like um, my, so Bethany's folks are going to come in for one of Oliver's soccer games. And then nice. in a few weeks, my parents are also going to come in, but they, they live in Florida. So it's a little bit bigger of a deal. They'll be in, yeah. it will coincide with, Halloween and a couple other days, hmm. but they will be here for his final game of the season. So that'll be fun. It's just, just fun news. Good to see, good to see them. How has he been doing with soccer? Is he into it? He's into it. Um, there are a lot of kids that have been playing longer than him. Sure. Um, and he's also, he's, he's, it's like, it's like 10 through 12 and he's 10. That's the age okay. range. So he's, he's young and it's his first year. And, you know, so there's a few kids that are, it's very obvious that they play a lot of soccer. They have been playing a lot of soccer. Um, right. And there's a lot of them that are more like him that are slightly yeah. more hesitant. They don't always know right place to go. Um, so he he does a lot of defense, but he does like it. And he's stopped the ball from getting to the goalie and stuff. So he, he's doing, he's doing good. He's, he's really enjoying it. And that's the part that, that's what I like, want. and we like it. You know, we like getting out to the park and talking to their parents, and um, yeah. the girls play on the playground, and it's a good time. Right. So, yeah. I, you you mentioned playing on the playground, and that reminded me that um, Jack's done baseball, and um, the the <laughs> at a certain point, the kids figured out that after the game, since the game is at a you know, park with uh-huh. a baseball diamond, but also like a playground. Uh-huh. Oh, if we ask our parents, they might let us play on the playground right, after right. the baseball game. Right. And at a certain point, this evolved into like during the game. Hey, can we go to the park? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, hey, you're this, this, this. We're here for you know, this game. It, it kind of seems like we know what's going to happen here. Let's can we go over to the yeah. park? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that's funny. Like, so the biggest draw for baseball was going to the park to play on the playground. Oh yeah, I mean that's six, right? So he's six. He's playing proper baseball, or is it t-ball at his age? Oh, I guess it would be. I mean, it was like the coach would pitch. Oh, coaches pitch, and if the kid could hit it, then great. But after a certain number of pitches, they put on the tee and let's. Okay, it's kind of a hybrid. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I think that's great. No outs, you know. Right. Pretty chill. Everyone gets a chance at bat, all that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. You got it. That's good. That's good. Um, could be improved. This is for me. Learning new words, sometimes embarrassing. Oh, boy. Let me turn on my do not disturb because it's got a notification that's annoying me. Um, okay. This is actually not about me. This is mm-hmm. uh, I, This does happen to me all the time. Okay. But the most recent ver- most recent iteration of this phenomenon, like where you use a word incorrectly or misunderstand a word or mm-hmm. find out that, like, oh, I've been um, – oh, actually, I, I can't remember one. Uh, for years, I've said the word banal. 
B A N A. Exactly, instead of banal. Gotcha. Yep, that was embarrassing when I found that out because nope, it does not rhyme with anal. Um, but <laughs> my so Bethany, yes, is in school right, and right. somebody was talking to her to their class. I'm gonna probably not get all of the details right. Just caveat, but about okay. ecology and the natural world, the ways in which the animal kingdom is often considered less than relative to humans. Um, and they were talking about the way that that plays out in literature and in um, biblical texts and in the case mm. of Christian tradition stuff. Um, and I think that she offered, she offered something like, yeah, even the way that werewolves are portrayed is um, kind of one-sided. And when she was telling me this, I was like, I don't, I don't re- remember you really noticing or caring much about werewolves. And she started to explain like, yeah, I just don't feel like, you know, they're so often portrayed as um, like just, just beasts. And I'm like, wait, are you talking about wolves? <laughs> Cause do we know, are we talking about the same thing? And she was like, wait, a werewolf is just a wolf, right? And I was like, oh, no. So she has gone somehow her almost her whole life her thinking whole that life. the word werewolf was just a, another way to say wolf. Oh, like a synonym. Right, right. Like wolf is what we normally say, but werewolf is the proper terminology. <laughs> gotcha. Um, and I was like, no, a werewolf is like a fictional uh, person that becomes a wolf at a full moon. Like it's a f- mm. – it's a f- you know, fictional thing that, you know, you throw garlic at it or something. And she, <laughs> right. she cracked up because she's bringing this up in her grad school class. Like this is this really <laughs> right. good point. Like you wouldn't believe how they portray werewolves even, you know, <laughs> let's talk about ecology, the ecology of the werewolf. Yeah. No, um, I, she's not wrong. I mean, but I mean, we all do this kind of thing, but I, it just, it made us both laugh quite a bit. So. Um, can I come clean online? And my wife makes fun of me all the time about it. Okay. Um, you know, like when you have a string and you pull it real tight, what uh-huh. would you call that? Like it's taut? Taut. Okay. I always thought it was taunt. <laughs> sure, sure, <laughs> like sure, sure. You pull yeah, it yeah, real yeah. taunt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you got to make fun I of it a little bit. pretty sure I was right, and right. I was wrong. Right. It's a little threatening when it's that tight. You know, like it's kind of taunting you. All right. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. There's, there's a million of these. My, and I mean, we see our kids do them all the time. It's just more fun when an adult does it. (sighs) All right. Back to Jack because it's his week, man. Apparently that's all I have to say. Um, Right. So I have a, what went well here? We got Jack a smartwatch and it's great. I can't, I don't think this came up on the last season. Um, but if it did, who cares? I'm going to talk about it again. So we got Jack a watch with a cell chip, basically. Mm-hmm. So it can only make and receive calls to certain numbers, my wife's, myself, a few others. And then you can actually also like text and do like audio messages back and forth. Anyway, so the way we've been using it is like when he gets home from school, mm-hmm. he wants to go play with some friends in the neighborhood. You slap that watch on him. And then yeah. if 
you know, the first kid's house he goes to, they can't play. Then he goes to the next kid's house. He can kind of keep us updated about he's which like, house oh, he's at. We're actually going to Ronnie's or whatever. Sure. I don't know who Ronnie is, but. He's um, the made up kid that. Okay. Well, he, he he's an example play. kid. Uh, so, so it's been really <laughs> handy. And um, while it feels a bit extravagant and maybe whatever, like kind of weird, it's super convenient for me. Because yeah. then I can just call him and be like, it's time to come home. Come home for dinner. Right. Hey, uh, can your friends hear this? Tell them to. <laughs> yeah. Tell them to go home. They need to go home too. I just talked to their mom or dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it... I th- think that you might have told me about this because if memory serves something happened yeah. and you got it for him and like a weekend he was just like going downstairs and then saying hey mom bring me a sandwich <laughs> yeah that's right okay <laughs> yeah that's pretty good still very cool i mean this is this is about as technological as i can picture myself getting with my kids too typically right now you know, they play with the neighborhood kids and it usually involves us stepping on our front porch and yelling. And so everyone knows when it's time for my kids to eat dinner. So, which I don't mind. They all deserve to hear me yell every once in a while. That's right. Cool. Um, what could be improved? This is from you. Yeah. The state of Texas. Yeah. So that damn state has, (laughs) You know, it's a oof, it's it's a tough one. Some some news has come out recently that's really on my radar. Um, the one that came up today most recently was like some Texas teacher that was like, "Hey, teachers, we should be showing both sides of the Holocaust." Ooh, yeah. So Ooh, like boy. the um, opposition to the Holocaust should be taught alongside the lessons about the Holocaust. This. This is a little unfair. The state of Texas probably doesn't deserve to get a ding for one idiot. Um, however, there's others like their their passing of this horseshit um, abortion rule. Yeah. Um, there's like a really f- fucked up. Um, would you call it like they redrew everything? Re- re- the gerrymandered map, the new maps, congressional district right. maps. Yeah. And some of the analysis is like, wow, is it racist? Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I'm just I'm mad at Texas right now, and I just wanted to share that. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I don't get as mad at Texas because I got I got my own state to deal with. Um, <laughs> right. You know, and I live in Ohio, and yeah. you know there are plenty of regressive things happening in Texas, but Ohio's right behind them, and sometimes takes what they're up to as a blueprint. Um, gotcha. So there's just there's just always some bs going on here um and you know a state that has three large metropolitan areas and somehow is always considered rural still you know it's one of those like there's a perception thing there's obviously you know gerrymandered maps where the where it's not proportional the number of people who are represented in 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 districts um isn't there some term it's like stuffing like they make sure packing and cracking Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. packing is when you Try to draw a line around, um, for exa- usually a city, but to get, or so, I guess if it goes the other way, a large rural area, to get all of the votes that would vote one way into a single area, so it's packed, because um, you have to make. You, there, there's proportional like um, 
the way that like congressional maps have to be drawn is um, populations based on the census have to be represented equally for each, you know, whatever that number is. Right. I, I think it was like 750,000 at one point. It, it, it's probably different for the census, but that's how many people you have to fit in each district somehow. But there is a lot of, oh boy, going on. <laughs> um, yeah, we can go, I can go on about other things like prison gerrymandering. I don't know if you know, if you know this term. I'm not sure I know what that means. Okay, this is this is another one that was new to me a couple of years ago, and I, I think it's important to think about. But mm. prison gerrymandering is when a uh, prison has a population, and that population, the people who are incarcerated, count toward the district of where the prison is located, Whoa. not where they are originally from. Huh. So if they're in a state penitentiary, for example, but they're from a metro area— a lot of times these prisons are out in the middle of nowhere, which means suddenly that particular place has an unfair representation. What's wild mm-hmm. is that almost nowhere in almost no states do people who are incarcerated get the right to vote. So they're, right. they're basically pumping up the representation for that district without getting any of the benefit of it. They don't, they don't get a vote. Sure. Um, so it's just, it's wild. That's, That's wild. wild to me. Um, yeah, cracking is where you split. So packing, you know, you put everybody together. Cracking is where you split somebody um, such that they're just not powerful enough to swing one district or the other. You kind of split their um, their efficacy or the their ability to make, make a difference. Which dilutes it and means they have zero exactly. power. Exactly, yep. Yep, because right. everything is – essentially, if you think of it in like math terms – Every single district is rounded. You know, mm-hmm. you're rounding to one side or the other. And so if you can get it where every single district is just under half, then you then all of them suddenly flip to the, the one, right? right? Or if you can't do that, well, let's pack them in one. And then now Call we have— one a loss, what, but yeah, we can make exactly. it up elsewhere. And a right. lot of the state—a lot of state governments— um, People don't always pay as close attention to state statewide elections, so they're they're already state reps are disproportionately in in the case right now in American politics Republican, and so the right. Republicans often control a lot of the redistricting process because it's a statewide thing. <sighs> anyway, can I ask a question? Because um, you seem to have some some knowledge here. I've always wondered. We have this cycle of like doing the census, mm-hmm. the census data coming in and like causing some maps to be redrawn and that yeah. having this like pretty far reaching impact because it takes so long for the next one. Like, why don't we just always do it? Like, well, I mean, I understand it would be exp- like there's expense to doing this stuff, but like, um, why don't we all do the census more often? Yeah, do the census more often, draw the maps more often. Yeah. Like, couldn't we mitigate some of this pain by doing it more often so that any decisions can only have an impact for so long or, like, reduce that or something? That's a, that's a great question. I don't think that this – I think the census process itself is very complicated. I do think hmm. that if we added more resources – I mean, the amount of resources we put into, for example, the military is – Or tax. Ad- yeah, tax. astronomical. So – I can't imagine that we, you know, with more resources, it couldn't be done um, every five years or every two and a half or every whatever. 
um, it's probably too much to ask it to happen every year because, you know, that just is. It's just that that's the way that the system is. It's just not designed to move quick. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I just in in the um, in the vein of just like thought process or like brainstorming. This in the same way that there's calls for like um, automatic reg- like voter registration that yep. like when you become 18 you are sent to your voter right. registration right. why when not the election yeah. comes around you get your ballot whatever in the same way like can we just always be sending out census information and like that I don't know it just seems like there's got to be ah, it's such an old fashioned like right. it's based on such an old fashioned way right. of arriving at the data but we have way better ways of collecting data now. Yeah, yeah, like make it a continuous process rather than a Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I have no idea. I don't I don't I wouldn't pretend to know enough about the census and why why that is. I do we've, know we've that every 10 years, yeah. I do know that every 10 years certain states have grown at a more at, at a higher clip than others and so they tend to get more seats and the others lose seats because we have a um we have not changed the number of congressional seats in the US right, house too. in a long time. Um that is not something that's fixed, though it could be changed. But anyway, <sighs> all right. The state of Texas. Um, I'm still mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot to be mad about. Um, yeah. I'm going to call it a wash for the other two things and move on to our discussion topic, um, which is what is for dinner. Yes. So tonight um, we are going to drop the boy off, excuse me, at Grandma and Grandpa's house, and then Justin and I are going out to dinner. Um, we're going All to right. a restaurant we haven't, excuse me, haven't been to before, and I think I might get. Um, she's, ta- she's talking about some short ribs that look pretty good. Okay. Um, I saw some other dishes I was interested in. I'm not sure what's going to happen. It's going to be, it's going to be nice though to be out to eat for a change. You, right. You're going to be an adult and look at a menu and then decide. I'm going to look at a menu yeah. and then decide what I'm going to yeah. eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very good. That's very good. I. This is maybe a tangent, but why are they called short ribs? Like, are there – is there an equivalent long rib? <sighs> That's a great question. Oh, you're looking it up? Okay. I thought maybe up. you just know. So short ribs typically don't have bones, right? Isn't that what I don't what, think what you so. Think? Yeah, I don't think they do. Is it yeah. just deboned ribs? It just says short ribs are a cut of beef taken from the brisket, chuck, plate, or rib area of beef cattle. They consist of a short portion of the rib bone, which is overlain by meat, which varies in thickness. But like I say, oh, I mostly it's not a full have them rack. deboned. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, fair enough. Yeah. How about you? I assume it's pizza night? It is pizza night, and we're going, nice. we're going whole hog getting four. We're getting forward four. Tonight. Yeah. So this is strategic because tomorrow I mentioned grandparents. Mm. Grandparents are coming in and we always do leftover pizza on the lunch after. And since they're going to be in, they'll probably want some too. So we're just, just going for it, you know, just Planning going ahead. for it. Yeah. yeah. So that's smart. That's it. That's what we're doing. What's the lineup looking like for those four? Oh, you want to know what pizzas we're getting? We're trying so something here's, new here's, for the kit. Here's what I think. You're going to yeah. get two, two um, glutens, gluten-free. That's right. And you're going to get two non-glutens. But your typical non-gluten is going to be a cheese-pepperoni mix-up. So what, you're just going to do one cheese, one pepperoni? 
Ah, yeah, you're 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 catching you're catching on. So our kids, as they are growing, they're starting to yes. be a little bit more okay with trying a few other things. They're loosening up. Oliver every week is like, "Can I have one of the gluten free?" Because we always do like we do like a barbecue sure. chicken and like a supreme or something. You know, we're, we're we do all kinds of toppings. Like just right. put the kitchen sink on there. The kids have like you know four ingredients on their pizzas. Um, so right. So, but this week. Our oldest two are we're like, can we get something other than just pepperoni and and cheese? So we're doing a sausage pizza, and half of it will have olives because but, Anna, she would eat a jar of olives. Like she has wow. eaten a jar of olives. She loves them. Nobody else in my house likes them the way she does. I mean, my I see. Bethany kind of likes them, but like she she really likes them on stuff. Oliver doesn't mm-hmm. mind them on stuff, so we're gonna do. We're gonna do that. So that's it's the normal three plus that extra wild kid pizza. Nice. Yeah. Um, recently, we did. Gosh, I'm trying to remember, and I'm not gonna be able to remember. But we had a dinner where olives were involved, and Jack tried them, and he liked them a lot. Yeah. This is typically not a food you think that your kids are gonna like. No. Is it? Is it because of the texture or the taste? See, I think the salt is what attracts Jack. Sure. Yeah, you know, typically they're quite salty, but like, yeah, the texture of like maybe being a little um, rubbery. What would you say? Ru- yeah, rubbery. Yeah, can can turn people off. Yeah, they squeak on your teeth. They're a little squeaky. Yeah, not not quite cheese curd level squeak, but you know. All right, <clears throat> man. I think that's. I think that might I don't be a think wrap. About cheese curds. Yeah, I know. Oh, you live near. You live near cheese curds. I had cheese curds this week. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say this is this is something that's well within. I, I'm 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 wary of cheese curds around here. This is not wary. cheese curd oh, country, oh, okay. right? Like, uh, you need those Wisconsin cheese curds at the farmers market. You know, <laughs> right? So fresh, they're a little wet. All right, <clears throat> I think we should. <laughs> I think we should call it before things get worse. Yeah, um, Josh. Thanks for having me on our show. Oh, thanks for letting me be on our show. Okay, love you. Love you too.